what is going on, everybody? I am your host, Aiden Howard at the CCG, also known as The Place to Be, and you're now listening to The Voice of the Students. One of the ways that leadership matters. Easy. Hard work. Today's special guest, Jacob Rees, embodies the word hard work through his leadership involvement as a lab assistant, tutor, and mentor to upcoming freshmen, sophomores, and juniors. His hard work and dedication, student first, to become a Wingate alumni, as well as helping mentees become mentors. Today we have another special guest. What's up, everybody? My name is Jacob Reeves. I've been here for four long years, so that means I'm a senior. I'm a biology major here. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate the energy that you bring into the podcast. So the way we usually stir up the pot here is uh, we ask a little bit of background. So we're going to start with the basics of where are you from, what brought you to Wingate, and, you know, what is it like to be a bulldog? I gotcha. Yeah, so, you know, I'm from South Carolina, you know. Reesville is where I'm from, so my last name. People ask me all the time, you know, is there any correlation there between your last name and actually where you're from? I'm like, I don't even know, man. Mm-hmm. There's like three three Reeves that live there, so it's, it's quite funny. But, um, you know, it, it, it's fun being from South Carolina because it shows why I wanted to come to North Carolina. I wanted to get out, and Wingate University, it was brought here for, you know, educational purposes, but... Not just education, football also brought me here. Mm-hmm. So, football was my number one aspect when I came here. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted to do. And I actually, I originally came in as an exercise science major. Okay. Because I was always told by everybody, it's going to be hard to do biology and football together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be hard to go to medical school and do football together. I was like, you know what, let's just listen to everybody. Let's settle for exercise science or whatever, or public health. You know, because everybody thinks that biology is just so hard. Mm-hmm. So whatever, you know, I enjoyed my freshman year of football. It was awesome, man. It was one of the best experiences of my life. And then sophomore year came in and we were in what, fall camp. Mm-hmm. Man, I remember throwing a block against Robbie Wallace. Mm-hmm. Threw my shoulder right into him. That thing snapped right in half. Ended up having a surgery for my labrum. And this was a real critical turning part of my life was throughout my recovery, I was getting some pretty heavy bio- biology classes and I remember taking classical genetics with Dr. Dr. Odom. I fell in, that's where I fell in love with education. Mm-hmm. Fell in love with biology because I had during that same semester I switched over to biology just because I loved Bio 150. Like, mm-hmm. you know, why not do something that you love? Mm-hmm. So, that that's really where I sophomore year was a big transition year for me. So, Say it was a big transition for you, and you say your major is biology, and not to split um, the story of being a collegiate athlete to now being a full-time student, uh, what are you trying to do with this uh, degree? So my plan is, is when I graduate in May, let's hope we have a graduation with COVID. Okay. You know. <laughs> yeah. As of right now, I'm applying to some PhD programs. Uh, some prep programs, some master's programs, because I want my options open. My ultimate goal is to become a researcher, 
because of, you know it was to go to medical school. And I think that all kind of changed when I realized how much curiosity I had as a student. And I wanted to know more than I actually needed to know, at least for a test or in, just in general. So research kind of took me uh, with it because I've done one outside project that involves aphasia research. And that's, that's what really took its toll, in seeing how people can gain motor skills and communication skills just from different stimulants sent to the brain is it's just amazes me how we can recover from strokes and talk again and walk again um you know own school wingate's provided with a lot of opportunities for research like mm -hmm. dr deborah davis you know she she let us do in microbiology a tiny earth research project we we literally got soil samples mm -hmm. from the school i actually got mine between building five and building six mm -hmm. and we grow in bacteria to find new antibiotic um, producing bacteria. Mm -hmm. I actually found a novel one, which was amazing to say here at Wingate, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we've done some CRISPR research as well, which was amazing. So I think Wingate's environment has allowed me to take or find the passion, the path that I wanted to go down. Okay, so we we cross paths here and there, being both in the biology lab, me being an exercise science, as well as you uh, pursuing your PhD in uh, research and studies. So with this platform you have, before you actually go for this degree, um, how are you spreading your voice um, on campus as a leader, but also using that platform, how are you going to spread your voice um, going to PH to get your PhD? Yeah, so um, I do work on campus, and mm -hmm. I, I do I work in the ARC as a tutor, which mm -hmm. ideally, it's a fun job, dealing with students and helping them not just understand certain concepts, but also it's it's been a track where I've noticed they're in the same boat as I am. Mm -hmm. What do we want to do with our lives? That's a big thing in your four years here at college. You got to figure that out. So also helping them and guiding them throughout their, I guess, career path as well, because we have experience. You know, we can lead the younger generation as what they want to do. I'm also a, a lab assistant in the biology building, so I help out there, uh, like I said, tutoring, lab assisting, and, you know, research as well, just being involved with people, and I think it's not so much as the helping, but as the guiding. Mm. Guiding is just, it, it's rough. Biology is a rough path. It is. It's not an easy, you know, exercise science ain't easy. None, none of these sciences are easy, man, and I think people sway away from it when they first see failure. But mm. we all fail, you know what I mean? So I think it's getting that pat on the back. Sometimes that helps. And mm -hmm. I that's what I enjoy doing. Like, it's okay to fail. Like, pick yourself up the, ne the next day. You know, one of the things I heard from Dr. Akia Alberry, she tells me all the time, she's like, you know, you're not going to be 100% every day. You're not going to be the best every day. Right. But you got to bring the best of what you bring every day. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to be 100%. You might be 60%, but bring all of that 60% every day. Yeah. So I, I think that's kind of the same thing when I um, use that metaphor that you just said to my method of thinking is a lot of people say, you know, uh, practice makes perfect. And to me, practice makes precise. And from what you're saying is failure is necessary to not only grow, but to actually strive for yourself and the others around you to, you know, be better individuals for themselves and you know and within this core you're saying is 
exercise, biology, and most of the things we're doing, we actually are, I, I wouldn't say like that, playing with people's life, but we are trying to basically save someone's life and make sure um, bacteria, infection, foreign um, particles, uh, any other things will not affect the individual. And example would be COVID. You know, I condone all scientists that have been doing hours and hours of work. I condone all nurses that's been putting a lot of time into, you know, patients. And to me, that is that is just one of the pieces of the puzzle that helps us grow as people. You know, we have to fail to grow. And the one thing that we do on this podcast and what you just said is, you know, being a leader. And for example, in your case, is a student leader. So my question to you is, you know, what does it mean to you to be a good leader? What defines a good leader? So I think a good leader is someone who can take their past experiences and their environment with the people they've interacted and learn from it Mm -hmm. and help guide the next generation or their peers or whoever they're around with. Because, yes, it's great to fail because it teaches you, but guidance also establishes that role as a leader because you know you got great leaders out there like sports leaders lebron james tiger woods you Mm -hmm. know you got five six seven year olds out here trying to go play golf Mm -hmm. you know be a Mm -hmm. basketball player be the next tom brady Mm -hmm. so it's not always that you'll see who you're affecting but it's how you carry yourself and everybody notices that you don't know everybody but everybody always notices your actions Mm -hmm. so it's trying to be the best person that you can be every day with knowing everybody sees that. Yeah, and sometimes a great leader uh, doesn't know he's being a leader. I think that's what some leaders are best at. Like, I, I agree because that it happens to me all the time. Like, right. I'm going to be honest. Like, when you call me in to do this podcast and, you know, like, your leadership, I'm like, what you talking about? And then mm-hmm. we sat here and talked about it. Like, I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like, in the field of study, I'm a leader. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I agree with you. It, it does take leaders to build, you know, that next generation. Yeah. It's crazy. So we actually are uh, building leaders for tomorrow, I would say. because I like that statement. <laughs> Thank you, man. You know, it, it came out the chrome. But... um we building leaders for tomorrow, and we do that by, you know, how we carry ourselves. And, you know, the long nights of, uh, you know, in the bio lab, the library, or and behind the desk, it's just, it's time. But you see those students that's coming up seeing you still in there. And what that does, it just, it brings out, I'm not just going to say the competitive, competitiveness, but it's also bringing out their next level and their potential. I agree. Yeah. So, like, with the competitiveness, man, one thing I've learned about it, is, you know, from being an athlete, mm-hmm. it's always great to be the best person, you know? Mm-hmm. But in the field of biology or any whatever you're studying, I think it's different because what I've learned is, yeah, you can be competitive in the classroom versus other people. It's not going to get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. If you're not better than who you were yesterday, mm-hmm. what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get you. It, it's can you be at least 1% better than you were yesterday? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the competitive side I like I take now because I used to be very competitive in the class. I wanted to be the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. And looking back at it, that's not the right approach. It, that is not the like 
I, I try to preach that now. Mm-hmm. Just be better than who you were yesterday. Yeah, I think I think it folds, you know, into me. It's layers. So, learning, uh, we learn three ways by listening, seeing, and doing. But also another way of me uh, seeing leaders or just changes three aspects is someone above you, which is a mentor or a leader. Um, you on a level of teaching yourself and growing again to that 1% and as well as you teaching somebody. So that way you're not putting yourself in one category. You're putting yourself in three categories, but mm-hmm. in all three categories, you're growing because you're being around people that's uh, a little more superior than you in some of the aspects of what you're learning. You probably learn the same material, but they probably have it um, down faster. They excel faster in the material. They understand they don't have to, you know, and you you know it's some people that are just uh, genetically just smart. Man, shout out to those people. <laughs> shout out to them too. <laughs> genetically smart, and and it's how some people that have to literally stay up nice and um, work hard, bro. Work hard, like, and you might be that person that has to work hard. But again, like you said, you work hard that night or that day or the whole day, and you wake up the next day and, and repeat it, it again, over. again, and again. That's the hard part. Consistency. Do what? Man, I can't tell you how many nights I've spent in Bridges mm-hmm. until 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's it's ridiculous, man. I don't think if people, you know, freshman year was a breeze, like mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Sophomore year was a struggle. Junior year and now senior year, it's like, you know what you got to do. That's what it is. You just got to go execute it. That's you what know, it is. Because there's a group of us in the biology building mm-hmm. and we've all, I feel like we've all become family. So we all, you know, we do everything together, you mm-hmm. know, like we study, you know, we make sure we're all good. You know, mm-hmm. we study to get, like I already said that, but you know, we in the lab, like we're always doing something, checking up on each other making sure we're okay. Mm-hmm. You know? So I can't say, I mean, all night as I pulled in that room just to, you know, I mean, get, get I, right I, trust me. I've I've seen you. I've seen the lights still on, uh, walking past. So, uh, again, like you said, just just from a distance, I can tell by the way you carry yourself. You walk as you talk. You're not just a person that hey, like, you know, I studied, but I didn't get that grade. Yeah, that's okay. It's okay, but you know, you tried. You know, hardest. you tried exactly, but, and that's what I want people to see is. If you put all your effort into something mm-hmm. and you might not get the result that you wanted, mm-hmm. reevaluate the situation and go again. Mm-hmm. You know, so something might not work for mm-hmm. one way or one person as it does for the other person. Like just for example, so when I took, remember we took Bio three eleven together, was okay. it not? Yeah, because I was a sophomore, mm-hmm. you were a junior, or senior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was fun days, stressful days. Was stressful. Day. Yeah, but um, I remember. Dr. Albury coming in one day after we, I think everybody failed the first test or whatever. And she was like, I don't want anybody to take a note. Put your notebooks up and just listen. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, front row. Exactly. You know, I was about, I don't, I'm, man, that connection me and you have with something else. Mm-hmm. And um, it was weird. And, but the next day, I just stopped taking notes. Mm-hmm. But it's the aspect of, she was the leader. She showed me, or she was trying to get the people in the class to understand that it's not all about writing everything. It's about paying attention mm-hmm. 
and it's the way that I learn. Mm -hmm. So now I don't ever take a note in any other class. That's how I learn is because you get the power. Most professors do PowerPoints nowadays. Indeed. What is that? Indeed. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, like, but now I rarely take a note mm -hmm. in class. And that's what showed me who I was as a student. Mm -hmm. So now I think it's, you know, my turn as a leader because I, I get to do it as a tutor, mm -hmm. as a lab assistant to provide the students and at Wingate University today in the biology department with different learning techniques. Mm -hmm. You know, not everybody learns the same way. Right. So, like you said, people are visual. You know, people are hands-on. Mm -hmm. So I think finding your your spirit is in learning is well, yeah. it, it's not always presented in the way that you want it to. That was a very uncomfortable situation for me. So yeah, I mean, you could split that down the middle too. You can say. Um, you need to find your comfort zone within learning, but you also need to get out of your comfort zone. I wholeheartedly agree with that, man. Because sometimes, like, I used to think, like, man, like, if I just, you know, know the PowerPoint, I'm good. But wrong. in bio, I've learned, and uh, Dr. A. Albury, I've learned that, you know, you have to actually study the material in and out and apply it. And when you apply outside of school, when you apply everything else the same way you apply school, you study the material, and that can be your health. That could be the way you talk to your peers, your friends, and uh, family. It will also shift them and, and change them because of the way you walk. You don't know it, but sometimes the things that we do actually um, help others. I agree, man. The teachers here do a great job at that. I agree. I think the teachers here is very... Uh, caring and you know a lot of teachers um have a busy schedule and they and they are too focused on uh let's get through the powerpoint but not at wingate you know wingate, wingate doesn't have that problem wingate has a lot of uh potential of caring for their students which i appreciate from them but not even just uh teachers you know staff faculty they are they the environment are here is awesome yeah the energy is there is like it's great. sad to say that i'm about to graduate because i don't want to leave here man like, hey I mean, I don't know if anybody else feels that, but you ain't leaving here with an empty hand, though. You know, you even no. with a I know I got family here. Right. See that, and that's what you were saying about the uh, bio department, and the, what you were saying overall is like, we are a family. Like, I have to check on this teacher. I have to see a hey, this peer student is here. What's going on? How you doing? What's the grade? Did you study for that test? How did it go? When you have that connection connection with somebody, guess what they do? They they layer it down to another person that is new. To the bio department or whatever they're doing. It's like, you know, this whole talk is about leadership. It's about you being the leader to show the next person how to be a leader. So it's all about mentoring and guiding and just making leaders mm -hmm. about you know how to go about things, how to accept things, how to live life, just in mm -hmm. general, how to go about it. You know, especially in education, because education is not an easy route. It's not. And, and the fact that you said, you know, the way you live life, it goes to my next question. And, and this is this is a question I like to ask everybody. And, you know, when I ask, it's, it's, it's so, it's if you can see the twinkle in your eye when I ask this question, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. And my question to you, know is what is your purpose? You know, what gets you out of the bed to be like, I got to give 110% again and again? Wow. So I knew... I knew this question was coming, man. The I love. I, I, lo <laughs> I love this question, and, and to be to be fair, 
I ask this question to a lot of people too. Okay. So I think this is actually the first time I've actually been asked this. Okay. So for me, it's the ability to wake up and go learn something new. Science related or not. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's the it's the ability to have that educational freedom to better myself every day mm-hmm. to learn and in my aspect i love neuroscience neurobiology mm-hmm. i love everything about the brain i love how the brain's able to form and make new connections to make us better people of who we are because the brain mm-hmm. controls everything right so it's the ability to get up and go learn something mm-hmm. to better myself but also the people around me because mm-hmm. when you better yourself you better the people around you Okay, and and to the people that are listening, and essentially the students, I hope that are listening to this, is um, what recommendations do you have for them to find their purpose? That's a good question. So I think, like like we talked about earlier, it it failure will be along the way, but it's fighting through it and surrounding yourself with the right people. Because when I came in, like we talked about, like I wanted to go to medical school for the first two years, technically the first three years. Mm -hmm. And then I, here it is. Don't control your, don't control your destiny. Let your destiny just take it, take off and you just follow it. Mm -hmm. Because I tried to control it to a point where I was getting miserable Mm -hmm. that I wanted to go to medical school. And I had it beaten in my head that Mm -hmm. I was going to be a doctor one day where research was like calling me in the corner over there saying, Hey, come over here. Like, let's get it right. Mm -hmm. So, and I kept trying to fight it and I talked to all the people I look up to, you know, Mm -hmm. is this the right decision? You think I'm, you know, make it, they're like, we don't know. Like that's all up to you, big dog, you know? So, and I'm, I'm, I'm finally starting to come around the corner along the lines of I'm accepting of what the universe is throwing at me. Mm -hmm. But, my biggest thing is don't control it. Let it, just let it happen. And to add the cherry on the cake to that sentence he just said is, it's just basically trust the process. I mean, it all is down to, you know, loving yourself, um, sharing the love. And again, you are giving yourself to your career and your path. You know, don't, if, if, for example, let's put it like this. If if you feel like you want to be a doctor, but everybody around you say you're built like a running back, you you should play football, you have to play football. I don't care I don't care about your doctor. You're playing football. That psychologically tells you in your mind, like should I listen to them? And then to other people out there that is listening, just you know, don't go off what people would think, go off of what you feel your occupation or your career should be. And what you want to be in life. If you want to be a firefighter, you're saving lives. You're still a leader. If you want to be a dentist, a doctor, you're still going through what you want to do, but you're still being impactful to the world. So I think that's the change that a lot of people uh, should focus on is themselves first. Oh, yeah. I think accepting accepting what the universe throws at you is, is hard to do since everybody wants to be in control of what happens. It's the total opposite. I, I think agree. letting things happen is what life should be like. I agree. And, but it's hard. And for the people that are listening, you know, just want to get more close to you, um, what can they um, reach you at? What can they get in touch with you? 
Um, would it be like the biology department, email? Man, if you want to catch me before I graduate, <laughs> you can catch me at Bridges Science Building, more than likely in the conference room or uh, what, room 106. Or in the library. Nah, see, I used to be in the library, but you ain't catch me that much anyway. Oh. I'm pretty much isolated to Bridges okay. now. I'm pretty much isolated to Bridges. Shout but, out to Bridges. Um, yeah, exactly. If you ain't seen it, drop by. I'll show you what a human brain. Actually, we ain't got human brains, but cow brains cow are like. Cow brain. Man, it's fun times in there. I'm going to miss it, but I'm trying to live in the present and just, you know, day Enjoy by day. it. Soak it in. Exactly. So, to, uh, you know, end this off on a good note, we want to know uh, what's coming next for you. Besides, you know, the degree which is very important and impactful to all of us that have one and going to receive their degree. Um, you know, what is you trying to leave your mark here at Wingate? You know, um, what is coming up besides the uh, accomplishment with um, bio, being leadership? What else do you have? Yeah, that's a good one. So I always try to give back, especially to the younger generation. That's where I try to fit in at. So it's always trying to make an impact on someone's life. Whether the lines of, I, I'm an avid golfer. I love golf. So when I go back home, there's always um, kids on the golf course all the time, mm -hmm. anywhere from like 5 to 15 years old. They're mm -hmm. always on the driving range. You know, I like to introduce them to golf, show them what it's about. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't always have to be in fields of biology. Mm -hmm. It's outside the lines. And then going, it, it's hard too with COVID now, going to nursing homes. Because like I played piano mm -hmm. and the guitar. So I love music. So like I used to go to nursing homes, you know, pre-COVID and play for them. Mm -hmm. Just give back, you know, it, to see a smile on someone's face, man. Priceless. It is, man. You priceless. You don't even know, man. And like the things that all the nurses, they they be like, they want you to come back. Like, I'm like, is it make them that happy? And they're like, yeah. You you'll be surprised what the little things of uh, being there as a mentor to you know students or middle class students. Like it's it's like probably like Christmas Day to them sometimes. You know, and you just—it's—it's it's just trying to make someone's day as a leader. Show them who you are and what you stand for, mm -hmm. but how to help them. Gotcha. How do you? How are you helping them mm -hmm. become interested or some guidance? I think interest and curiosity are the two big words for me mm -hmm. because curiosity has taken me, or actually kept me in school. Because I'm a I'm a student who loves to dive deeper than needs to be right. for tests, and teachers have a love hate relationship with me on that. But uh, I mean, it is who I am, yep. and I, you know. And, and you gotta love that, you know. I, I and I think, and that, and that's something that a lot of teachers like too is, you know, don't be the, be the student that just you know check in just because of test. You know, some teachers just like to hear, you know, how you been, an email. Or text, or if you are back on campus, you know, come to the office and just say, "Hey, how are you?" and where we've been. And um, for the people that are listening, is there anything else you want to tell? Man, just <laughs> just enjoy your time here. Enjoy okay. the people you're around. Okay. And try to find that passion in life, because once you find that passion in life, I'm telling you, the happiness will be at its max. Okay. So just let things happen. Well, 
Thank you for joining us, Jake. Come on, sweet dog. I appreciate it. Hey, quick side note. If you are interested in getting involved with some of our students on campus, please reach out to me. My email, ad.howard943 at wingate.edu, or you can reach me at a social platform such as Instagram, again, at Aiden Howard, or you can reach me at the Collaborative for the Common Good at ccg at wingate.edu. You can also join at our upcoming events or participate in our involvement such as Heart for Monroe, service learning, and again, leadership. As always, I am your host, Aiden Howard, and thank you for listening to The Voice of the Student.